with your palate cruisers. Audio Nuts. Welcome into a brand new episode of Audio Nuts, your pop culture palate cleanser. I am Eric Oldboy, online with the seventh member of the Sinister Six, the one and only Ren. What's going on, my man? What is up? It's been a while, huh? Yeah, I think that uh, it's actually working in our favor to go every other week because we have these like jam-packed, just like really tasty full shows versus us kind of like just rambling for an hour. Yeah, it's like, how's your day going? Well, let me tell you. I know the first 20 minutes of every episode is just like listening to a, a phone call. Like, oh, I'm just listening to someone else's phone call. I'm like, ah, sort of. Like do that double tap and skip, skip, skip. They're like, skip, skip, skip. At least they're not skipping a bunch of commercials. Some of my, my absolute favorite podcast. I won't, I won't say who they are quite yet. But uh, man, they start off their show with three commercials. And so I'm on my phone like... And even when I'm driving, I'm like, you guys are going to make me crash. Three commercials? Three commercials every episode. But it's such a good show. Like, I used to have two absolute favorite big-time podcasts. And this one is still my favorite, despite the fact that they make me listen to all sorts of commercials. And they have a Patreon. And they have a million other ways to, like, get money. It's okay, because their content is A++. I'm very wow. happy with it. Wow. My my second favorite show, though, is the funniest thing. I was listening to my second favorite show and the second favorite show. I'm not going to like blow up their spot, but I would say they're very similar to us as far as content and style. However, they are uh, they're Australian. So they have that great Australian um, accents to go along with it. Can you hear me? OK, I see monkey. Yeah. <laughs> so sound weird. Do I sound so what you're saying is we need an accent. I think accents help, but here's the thing. This is the best part because they used to be my second favorite, really good. And I thought, man, if we could just strive to be more like them as we improve and do better, that'd be super dope. And then I was listening to them today and because they're from Australia and Australia is in full ass lockdown. Oh, so yeah. they're essentially doing what we do now. And they're, they've never done that. They've always been in the same room talking to each other. And holy crap, they're having trouble. And it was kind of amusing to me, having been through it. And now we're so, like almost pros, kind of. Well, that was the thing when they started. They're like, how do we not talk over each other? I'm like, well, you don't. You just have to every once in a while pause and let the other guy talk. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a lot of like uh, YouTubers when they do this, like do this, they always talk over each other. And there's like never a they don't know when to stop or when to pause. It's kind of weird. It is weird. I think part of it is if you have a host or a co-host that you've done it enough with, you start to learn each other's rhythms and you know, like, okay, I'm going to finish a sentence. And you're like, Oh, it's my turn to talk. Or you finish a sentence. Oh, it's my turn to talk. Sometimes we talk over each other, but yeah. not usually. Yeah. Sometimes I just gotta, you know, get it out there. Like, no, <laughs> especially during an argument, you shut your face. Yeah. You shut your face. So cool. Right on. Uh, do you have anything going on lately? Any, any design work going on? I know that we pushed our Patreon last time. So if anybody wants to join the Patreon, it's out there. Oh yeah. Join our Patreon. I think this is the first episode I'm going to put on the Patreon first. Ooh, yeah. for all you fools not getting this early, you're missing out. Yeah. So if you hear this on Monday, you could have heard this on Friday. Let's go. Cool. 
Yeah, I mean, you are not an early adopter. I mean, who doesn't want to go to the movies when a new Marvel movie comes out Thursday night? You don't wait till Saturday. Only suckers yeah. wait till Saturday. Yeah. yeah, so maybe I'll give you the link because you could so you can share it on the Twitter. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'll share the crap out of it. You know, we're at 3,500 followers Ooh. on Twitter, so we're doing pretty decent there. Yeah, we're not asking for much, man. Just you know, yeah, some coffee money. That's all. Yeah. Let us get caffeinated. Yeah. And I'm trying to get money to buy me the Mountain Dew drink when it comes out. <laughs> we got to get that hard Mountain Dew. But uh, other than that, I've been, I kind of re-found my passion for Ooh. my um, t-shirt business. Yeah. You know, how we have our T-Publix, you know, up there. Uh, I I bought, I think I told you guys before, I have a cricket, a cricket cutter. Yep. Like the grandma's because that's yeah, the yeah. thing I said last time. Yeah, because I'm uh, my YouTube is full of just um, older ladies teaching me how to <laughs> use this machine. But uh, yeah, it's been a while, so I'm basically almost pro at it, and I've been making a lot of mm, t-shirts out of it. So it's pretty cool. I love it. Fun. I saw. Yeah, you were wearing one today, and I thought, man, that looks good. It looks so legit. Oh yeah, right here. Let me let me stand up real quick. Okay. Show show it off. All the YouTubes out there, check out what Ren's got rocking. He made that. Isn't that yeah. cool? Looks legit, right? Ooh. Small business, got that, the, big heart. Yeah, the ASMR going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun. I've been doing that uh, uh, as much as I watch. Well, as much as I watch shows, so it's a lot. Oh, well, the beauty of it, I would imagine that you could probably do that and watch shows. Yes. Well, sometimes uh, if I watch anime, I can't do it because I got to read the subtitles. Oh, right, right, right. But right. like, you know, background shows totally yeah i watch i've gotten really bad i used to always make fun of my family for doing two things at once and i find myself especially at lunchtime when i'm watching my lunchtime show on my ipad i'm over here like you know messing around on my phone eating all my salad and like i'm doing like 20 different things at once yeah the same as my wife when um we first got married she's like why are you always doing multiple things at the same time that's so annoying you know and then now I see her do it. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you turned her. Yeah, it was like, this is the best way. This is the only way. This is the way. Yeah, this is the way. Yeah, I, I agree. I was always kind of bitching about it, too, with my family. And then you realize that uh, we all just want it. Like, we want things. We want this information now. And we don't want to wait. And so why this information is over here, I want this information over there. And yeah, we're all kind of crazy like that these days. Yeah, I think we got to that that uh, attention span where it's very short, and yep. we need like just constant things happening. Yeah, absolutely, constant information all day long. Oh, speaking so you, of um, short attention span, you yeah. said you created a TikTok. Oh, I, I, so I did. I, in fact, that's great. So we did create a audio knots TikTok. However, I have not made any content yet because I've been thinking about some like solid things. So I've been watching TikTok like a weird old man, just watching, 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 trying to learn the trends of what's popular, what people like. And I've got some ideas. So I've <laughs> probably the only TikTok creator that puts as much effort into the actual pre-production, but I've been writing notes on what I might do. So I have uh, just like I keep my show notes. I have an iPad full of notes of things I might do. And I think I'm going to start with kind of showing off some of the stuff here in the Audio Not Studio and uh, show all those different things off and uh, then make some jokes along the way. Nice. Yeah, a lot of nerdy stuff in there too. 
yeah, I, I, in fact, speaking of, I should have grabbed it, but I got a brand new toy over the weekend. I was in Target. You know, that's fancy for Target. Ours was, is called Targetto. Uh, <laughs> well, this one is nice because it's new. It's fairly new. No one ever goes there and get this. They're remodeling it. What? It's <laughs> so new and it, it remodels. Yeah. And so I like, I knew they have that section for anybody that likes to go to the Target. They have that weird nerdy kid section back behind like the CDs that nobody buys. So if you kind of travel through the CDs or the weird books that nobody buys on that back wall next to like the posters that nobody buys, there's about three shelves of toys just for grownups or really nerdy kids. And so I was there and they had just moved it because they're in the middle of a remodel. So I'm like, oh, I I would like to see what they have. And I don't think anybody knew it was there yet. So I was able to happen on a brand spanking new Homelander action figure. And it's dope as hell. I'm like, this is cool. In fact, you talk for a second. I'm going to grab it. Now that we're wireless headphones, it'll take me two seconds. Nice. Yeah, I was telling uh, old boy that, that since he got the toy and we have a Comic-Con coming up called Rose City Comic-Con. I was like, you should take that toy and go see Anthony Starr have him sign it. That would be so dope. Yeah, you told me he was going to be there. And I'm actually like, yeah, it, it's crossed my mind. So this is how it comes. I'm going to try it back up here a little bit. I'm getting in. So it comes like a box. So everybody watching on the new YouTubes, you can see this box. It's a, it's a, it's a substantial box, right? It's like it shows, a book. Yeah, right? And so when you get it like this and you can open it, and there you go. You have the, the guy, he comes with three different heads. He's got the laser eye head, the like angry head, and then the like constipated head. What and... face is that? <laughs> I know, right? It's kind of funny. Oh, maybe that's, can... that, that's his like a uh, jerking off face. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. That's probably his jerking off face. <laughs> yeah. So you can see over here, see his lasers, and they plug into this head that looks like he's oh, wearing yeah, like yeah. eye makeup. He's got like holes in the head. And so you could, you could pull this look off. And so it, it's pretty dorky, but it was uh, $24.99 at Target. And I looked it up as soon as I got home on uh, the Amazons and they're selling it for 45 bucks. So instantly I made, I made $20. Let's go. It's like they give you the wrong price or something. No, I don't. I don't know. I think that Target just doesn't know. So they also had uh, Starlight. So those were the only two that they had from the boys. Nice. Yeah, I think uh, the, the, our Comic-Con, um, him and Huey's coming. Oh, I like Huey a lot. Actually, I like both of them a lot. You know, this guy talking about Australians is Australian, too. He is? Home, Homelander himself, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, you never know with these actors. They're so good at disguising their accents. A little known fact, we're Australian. We just decided we chose not to do the voice. Yeah, we try to work on our English accents. I mean, yeah, American, I, American accent. Yeah, all I want to do is say throw some shrimp on the bobby, and I'm not going to do it because then you'll know. Then you'll know that I'm Australian. I try to twine in some little Asian accent in mine too. So, so I'm ready. You ready to start the show officially? Oh, I thought we we already started. <laughs> <laughs> wiki 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 wiki. It's time for the healthy stream. You know, what's cool is uh, Disney. Disney's been giving us mad stuff lately. There's so much good things coming out. And so I thought we should talk about their newest show, 
what if and what we think about all the episodes um we'd mentioned i think did we mention last time the first episode how we weren't super stoked or was did that come out right after uh we talked about it the first episode yeah so the first episode in my humble opinion was very meh and i believe that may have been the exact term you gave it as well yeah and uh i was bored and i just thought it was okay it wasn't terrible but it felt like it felt rushed and there just wasn't enough time. Well, I thought episode two, and I've seen episode three as well. I thought they were much improved, hugely improved. I enjoyed the fact that we got a lot more characters flipping from what we expect them or know them to be. And I thought the stories felt a little bit more original rather than just replaying a movie, but with a different lead. And so that definitely caught my curiosity more and I enjoyed it more. What did you think of the last couple episodes? Yeah, my my opinion on these is still the same. They're they're all very mad to me, and like you said, the only thing that's better for me for the first than the second one, and I'm halfway through the third one. Yeah, is is that it's not like it's not a replay of what we already seen, because like the first one, Captain Carter switched bodies with you know Cap, and then it's yep. the same story. While these is kind of like, what if this happens and takes you like a whole new storyline? Yeah, I liked that a lot i liked in the second one i thought the best story so far is the third one in the second one i did enjoy all the swaps we got because we got more than just you know captain america for captain carter and then you know uh i guess it was steve rogers became iron man another one but i liked we had a lot of guys that were in different positions doing different things and i really enjoyed that i thought it was fun and then the third one, I just thought it was a good story. This was of the three, by far the best story. It had lots of, it actually had less swaps. It was more about the one big twist at the end that you didn't really see. And I really enjoyed that too. So I, I like how they're giving us a little bit of everything. Yeah, that one only got to the part where uh, Natasha meets uh, Banner. Oh, okay. So I'm yeah, like halfway. it gets really good. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody because it's still fairly new especially if you listen to the uh, Patreon version of this, but uh, uh, there's a lot that happens. They don't do as many like, Oh, this time, you know, I don't know. Nick Fury is a robot. You know, it's not like a big twist. Instead, they're all kind of themselves, but the villain turns out to be a twist. What's happening can be a little bit more twisting. I just thought it was pretty clever. Yeah. Cause of the, the, what if it's, it's not the character this time, it's the story. Yep. Yeah. What if this happened to these characters? And then the the Overwatcher thing is like, yeah, this is a whole new universe. You know, he goes yeah. do it, does his thing. It's pretty good. I liked it. I liked it a lot. So I would give episode Uno of What If, like a three or four, or whatever I said last time. I would give episode two a six because I felt it was much improved. And I would give episode three a seven. So to me. They're trending in the right direction, and I can appreciate that. Nice, nice, nice. I'll have to watch it first. Maybe next week I'll do all Yeah, next, next week you could give us uh, yours, and Two, maybe you'll catch up. Three more. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know. Do you know how many we're getting? Are we getting only eight? Are we I'm, like? I'm not sure. I'm thinking, yeah, I'm I don't thinking know. eight. It seems like everything's been eight, but these are short, and they're cartoons, so maybe we'll get 10 or 12. I don't know. Well, Captain Captain America was only six. Same with uh, Loki. 
I think one time I remember them saying that it's not the number of episodes, but the total length that you have to pay attention to. Oh. So if that's the case, we should and we should technically get twice as many of these episodes because they're like 22 minutes a piece with like 48 minutes of credits. Yeah, because that's the one thing I hate so much. Like, you know, there's no like uh, after edit credits, right? Yeah. And then once you finish a show and you stop it and then you start the next one, you continue watching and you're like watching the same show. Like, I want the next episode, you know, like, how did it yeah. how does it not know that I'm done with the show? It, it, they, they've decided at some point that they want you to watch the credits and yeah. they're probably selling it to the people working on it. Hey, look how much credit we're giving you. We're not just having you on there. We're making sure people have to see it, even though nobody pays attention to it. Yeah, because I know a lot of like uh, bros and broettes out there. They look at the credits because there's a lot of Easter eggs too on there. Oh, there you go. I'll wait for them to tell me what they are. Yeah, me too. Uh, Disney also had some uh, some just hot like tidbits I wanted to share. I thought we should get out there because, you know, Disney's got mad news all the time. And I was going to save their next big show that's coming out for our trailer section. So we'll get to that in a little bit. But uh, one tidbit that they had is they announced uh, that the Black Panther 2 will also be featuring the Marvel Cinematic Universe debut of Riri Williams, a.k.a. Ironheart. What do you think about that? So she's from Wakanda? Well, I don't think she's from Wakanda, but I think somehow in uh, this Black Panther 2 movie, she ends up over there. Oh, maybe because they have like the all like um, African-American actors and actors in there. Well, part part of my understanding was that um, what's her name? Shuri. Yeah. Goes to some university in America to get something or learn something or teach something and runs into Riri when she's there. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm all for it. There's actually some photos came out today of uh, the actress playing Riri. She was still just dressed in regular clothes, so we didn't get any actual Iron Heart costuming. I'm sure it'll be dope. I mean, all the Iron Man outfits are are dope. They probably look like the one uh, that Gwyneth was wearing. Yeah, no, I would think so, yeah. No, I'm down for it. I love that Marvel's still doing that, because think about some of the characters in the past that they, they would show up in other films, and then it took a while before they got their own. And so yeah. in this case, she's showing up in this film because she's going to get her own television show. And so I kind of I like that kind of drip it out to us. Yeah, because I, I always like the fact that if you want to introduce a character's backstory, having a show is like the perfect way to do it. Yes, I agree. And this is working really well so far. So I, I applaud Disney for keeping everything's continuity really tight. Yeah. Um, the second uh, Marvel tidbit, we need to come up with a cool Marvel sounder like we have for Star Wars because we don't have anything. I have to think about something clever. But uh, the second Marvel Studios tidbit is uh, they are searching for a Latino actor to play the lead in an untitled Disney Plus Halloween special. Guess what it is? Do you want to try a guess? Do you already know? Uh, Nova. Oh, that would be cool. Think more Halloween-y. Oh. Oh shoot! You got really Ghost like writer. That's closer, so you got to dig way deep. So I'm gonna just give it to you unless you want more and more guess. Uh, Marvel, Marvel. I don't know. Give it to okay. me. Okay. All right. So uh, Marvel has a comic book called Werewolf by Night. Have you ever even heard of it? No. So Werewolf by Night was introduced like I think in like the mid to late seventies. 
and they started slowly bringing him out and having him pop up here and there. And in the Marvel universe, they just call him werewolf. They don't really call him anything else. And so they are going to make a Halloween special specifically designed on werewolf by night. And I think the idea is it's supposed to come out in like 2022. So October, 2022, I guess. Is he, is he going to be part of the MCU? Like big picture wise, or just kind of like a special. I think that he is still in the MCU. I think their whole thing is this stuff's all MCU. And so they, I think with something that's so niche like this, that no one ever heard of, they're like, let's, let's put this out there and see what happens. And if it's a huge success, you'll probably see more of the werewolf and other things. And if you're like, I don't want that kind of monster in my hero movies, then they'll, they'll, you know, they'll jettison it and we won't see it again. They probably just give it to Hulu. There you go. <laughs> What's funny is the original uh, werewolf by night, his alter ego's name was Jack Russell, which is the name of a dog. Which is <laughs> hilarious to me that they were just so on the nose with it. Did was he Hispanic too? No. So here they when they redid him the second time, so the OG Jack Russell was not Hispanic. However, the newest version of Werewolf by Night, his name, his alter ego's name is Jake Gomez. So you can figure that one out on your own. But uh he has all the same exact uh powers as uh, Jack Russell, and basically it's your typical werewolf powers. They turn into werewolves, they're big, hulking and strong. They should have made him Native American. It's only a matter of time, right? You know, oh, it's only man. a matter of time. I've been watching too much. Uh, Reservation Dogs? No. <laughs> what we do in the shadows? Oh, <laughs> I love that show. Yeah. I mean, I think we should just make this uh, Taika Waititi stand podcast where all we do is gush over how much love we have for Taika because that guy cannot miss. Yeah, because uh, the werewolf reminded me of that one scene where uh, they're fighting the werewolves. Yeah. And then the werewolves came into their house because they're going to go one-on-one battle. <laughs> and then, and then the, the lady, Najia, was like, um, are you guys Indians? <laughs> and like, no, Indians are from India. We're not. Well, my dad's Indian, so I am Indian, but we're not. I, I think you're talking about Native American. <laughs> and he's like, well, Jake over here is Native American, but he's not a werewolf. He's Native American. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so because they're they're like doing it because they're like twilight fans or something it's pretty funny. oh yeah i love it such a good show so yeah for anybody that hasn't been listening to every cast uh, ren is catching up on what we do in the shadows so that he can be ready for season three so good so good uh, in fact on hulu i might as well jump over to hulu I've been watching the crap out of Reservation Dogs, and I'm here to tell you, having now seen four episodes, that it is top-notch Taika Waititi. I love it. I would, out of the four episodes I've seen, I'd give it like a, a nine. It's up wow. there. I like it a lot. Greasy fry bread. Greasy fry bread. Man. Greasy fry bread. Greasy, greasy fry bread. I love it so much. So if you're not watching Reservation Dogs, you know, you got to get on it. You're missing out. Yeah, dude, it's it's hilarious. And it's different, right? So I like that Taika has a very similar style of writing across the board. And you can always tell because his jokes aren't a ton of like slapsticky stuff, but sometimes it is. But it's always just kind of like these really subtle jokes that just like make a giggle because it's either stupid or just really well put. And this is more of a dramedy than say what you do and what they do in the shadows, but it's equally fun. 
yeah, I find myself like giggling all the time. And then sometimes it, it hits you with a giggle. And then once it hits you, like when you think about it, you're like, oh shit, that was hella funny. Your reaction's always slower to to what it is. What to the jokes? Yeah, I find myself doing that a lot. And I believe because of that exact reason, Taika's stuff is the best to rewatch. Like you could get done with what we do in the shadows and start fresh and you'll get all those other jokes maybe you missed the first time. Yeah. And I think he has a thing about like um, going back, you know, he'll introduce something and later yeah. on he'll reintroduce it. Oh shit, he, he like prepared that in episode one and came back. And it's Yeah, the long game. I love yeah. it. It's great. Yeah. yeah. And um, uh Season three is about to come out September or something. We, we talked about it on one of the casts, but it's possible at that point when that comes out, uh, maybe Reservation Dogs is still on. I'm still watching Paranormal Wellington. I could be watching three Taika shows at the same time and just being Damn. like in the heaven because it's amazing. You'll find that uh, Shadows movie and watch that too. I've been trying to find it. You can't find it anywhere to stream without spending more money. I'm like, God, I have all these streaming services and I can never find stuff I actually want to watch. Have you tried Redbox? I haven't tried Redbox. I should look. But uh, I was trying the other day for the OG Spider-Mans. Now that we know, we'll get to that in a bit, but they're going to be probably part of the MCU. I'm like, I want to rewatch those OG Spider-Man movies. You can't stream them anywhere. And I'm really? like, oh, yeah, unless, unless you want to spend money. They're not on anything. I look, trust me, I, I did the research. I have an auntie that loves collecting DVDs. So she yeah. has all of them. Well, uh, Ty Danger said, hey, man, you need to go look in the box downstairs because I thought I'd sold off all my DVDs. And he says we have some sort of mystical box that I've missed and that wow. there could, in fact, be Spider-Man movies in there. And so I'm going to look maybe even after this, I'll go look because I'm jonesing now. Maybe it's like the, the box that you kept hidden because it has all the good stuff. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I, I do tend to keep a lot of crap I don't need. Um, so also on Hulu, other than Re Reservation Dogs being the greatest thing ever, uh, they just announced, in fact, by the time everybody listens to this, because today, what is today? Today is the 26th when we're recording. Even if you listen to the early cast on Patreon, you'll be able to watch this special. It's an animated episode of Pin 15. What? Yeah. When did that happen? They announced it last week, and so they must have been working on it for a while, but uh, when I read the story, they're basically working on the new season of Pin 15 and COVID, like everything else, has yeah. slowed down production. And so they they had this brilliant idea as they were working through it. Let's just have the, the actors all record audio and we'll have an animation studio make an animated version. So there's a special animated uh, episode brand new that we've never seen coming out tomorrow. And so when everybody listens to this podcast, you could jump over to Hulu and watch that animated Pin 15. Yeah, I dig that. I think right now, because the pandemic, everybody's used to watching cartoons. Mm -hmm. And so it's a good way to do it. And I think the studios have realized it's a really affordable way to expand their shows and universes and get a lot. I mean, you get a good actor to have a little studio like this and record right from their bedroom. It's no big deal. And yeah. so it makes a lot of sense. And have you seen that when they voice act, they're like basically acting too. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's next level. I follow, I've actually started following during my TikTok research, several different voice actors. And there's this one guy I follow that does the most amazing Ryan Reynolds impression. And it's so funny. It's like such a niche thing to do. 
And he, he's always like half of his videos are just like showing people how to become voice actors. He goes, 90% of the voice acting work has nothing to do with impressions. It's just you knowing how to own the microphone and act with your voice. So people still buy what you're selling. You don't need to sound like them. Well, for <laughs> impressions you do, but he's saying that 90% of the actual paid work is not impression work. So say you can't do impressions. Like I can't do a good impression doesn't matter as long as you have a good setup and learn how to act with your voice you can the most work you're going to get is with your own voice right you don't have to like change it right you don't have to like do some like bad like christopher walken impression to like impress the the studio because yeah, i watched a lot of anime and they do that too they they change their voice to to sound like the character not their mm. own voice interesting that is interesting um over on netflix unless you have anything else you want to talk about on hulu next net to is next on netflix um the new episode of sex education is coming out which i'm pumped about if uh, the nuts out there haven't been watching sex education it does sound dirty it is not it's a tiny bit dirty in the first episode they hook you with some boobies in the first yeah. episode and then you never get them again it's a fun really heartfelt well-made television show and season three is debuting on september 17th and i'm I'm excited what do you think about the new season coming out i'm excited for it man right when um, school here is starting they're gonna give you the new season which school is starting too yeah it makes sense yeah i tell you what though like that's one of those shows do you ever watch some tv or movies and you think when you're watching you're like god i'd like to live there that's one of those shows where I've watched it because they always they don't ever show the rain or anything like because they're like somewhere in England. I looked yeah. it up one time and it like rains 90% of the place that they're supposed to be at, but they never show it raining. It always looks like they're like going to school in the middle of a meadow or some shit. And I think, man, I want to live there, but there is no place like that in the real world. That's just the television version. Well, that show, it, it it's like a what is a British show? Yes. But then they make it look like they're in America in a way. Yeah, the school's a little bit different the way it's, yeah. but I think that we realize that we're all a lot more similar than we think. Yeah, but it's overall, it's a really good show. I agree. So if you're not watching Sex Ed, jump on it. You got two seasons to catch up in the next, you know, couple weeks, and then you can watch start watching season three. Uh, the big one though on Netflix, which was kind of snuck at us, like we knew about it, we talked about it in the past, then all of a sudden it was here, uh, is The Witcher: Nightmare of the Wolf. And like Ren said, there's a lot of great animation out there. Why don't you tell us what you thought about The Witcher and give us like a basic synopsis of what it was about? Well, like when I when I first heard that it looked like Castlevania, I'm like, God damn it, I freaking hate Castlevania. <laughs> and like, and I watched Castlevania like all the way through. Okay, so don't. Oh, you, know, you stuck to it. I nice. stuck to it. I watched the whole thing, the whole damn thing. But um, after watching this, it, it was it was okay. I enjoyed the whole thing. Um. I think because it was a movie and not a series. Yeah. It was kind of slow at certain parts, but then it was basically a uh, a uh, origin story of a character that you're going to meet in season two of The Witcher. Which that's really kind of cool. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree that the it was really well done. I thought the voice acting was good. I thought the animation was fine. Uh, the story did kind of drag in some points yeah. and it took me a solid the movie that i think is about a, a hour and a half maybe an hour and 40 it took me a solid half hour to kind of get into it yeah some of the scenes were kind of slow i, I like like you said i kind of like 
start touching my phone for a bit too. Yep, me too. But like what made up for it was the action scenes. They're pretty cool. Yeah, and it had some really good fight scenes where they're doing interesting things. The only thing that was kind of funny to me is a fan of only the Witcher TV show, and we've talked about this in past podcasts where you're a fan also of the video game, is this version of a Witcher he was almost like a superhero. He could do so many things like the TV version because of the, I think they're stuck. Well, either a, they were trying to make it feel a little bit more real or they're stuck by budget, not being able to do some of these things. Yeah. But this witcher, man, he's like fucking throwing flames out of his hands and just doing flips. And like, he could do all sorts of crazy stuff. It was amazing. Riding a dragon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was incredible what he could do. And it was, it was pretty cool, I guess. It's kind of like when, um, you see Agent Carter doing all those flips, you know? Yeah, it's probably it was very it, much like that. It's probably because it's an animation thing where they could do that in animation, but in like the live action, <laughs> they, they can't. I think that's something for me as a viewer that I have to just kind of wrap my mind around that when I watch something and they're giving me both live and animated versions of the same content that's in the same world, that I just have to be okay with the animated stuff doing those kind of things, the animated type stuff. Yeah, so the story revolves around the character name Vesmir, right? Yes, Vesmir. Vesmir is basically because we know Geralt, 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 Geralt. Geralt. Yeah, we know Geralt yeah. from the the live action, and basically Vesmir is like his master that trained him to be the Witcher. And then this what is I like, like to, what I liked about Vesmir is they didn't necessarily make him a good guy. You know, he's kind of a bad guy, too. He's not as bad as some of the bad guys, but he's not neither a good guy nor a bad guy. Yeah, I think that's all, like, uh, that's all witchers. You know, they're, they're, not, they're not good. They're just, like, the dark heroes of the series. Mm-hmm. And the, all they care about is getting paid. And that helped, honestly, that's the one thing this really did for me is it helped me learn more about the lore of the Witchers and why they exist, why they do what they do. Because you got a little bit of that in the live action, but this really helped kind of fill in those gaps, which was nice. Yeah. And then it's kind of nice how they kind of like uh, gave you a few of the elf stuff too. Mm-hmm. Because later It was on, a more linear story. Yeah. Because it, well, they, there's like that one where, you know, he goes back in time to when he was a kid. But it's a still like his story, you know? Right. Because you remember with the TV show, we didn't know what the hell timeline we're in every episode. <laughs> yeah, it took a while. Like, wait, wait, oh, shit. Now this is what's happening. Yeah, so I, I liked it. What would you give it on a scale of one to ten nuts? I think for me, I give it a solid seven. Oh, that's a great rating. I'm going to go right down the middle. Um, I don't know if it's because I'm not as big of an animation fan or because I thought it was a little too slow in some parts, but I'm going to give it a five. Yeah, I, I I went in like hating Castlevania, so my expectations were lower. Yeah, fair enough. So you went in, that's the key to anything that you like, right? Is you kind of go in not expecting anything, and then if it's anywhere good, you're like, oh, yes. Witchers on me. Witcher's on me. Do you have anything else on Netflix you want to talk about? Um, not much. I haven't been really watching a lot of shows besides Taika. So, honestly, <laughs> welcome to the Taika Watiti Hour, where we speak only about Taika Watiti and how amazing he is. Um, over on HBO Max, I watched a couple of things, and I bet you haven't seen either one of these. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to sell them to you. I'm gonna sell one to you, 
and I'm going to dissuade you from wasting your time with another one. So the first one I'm going to start with is the big movie. So HBO Max is still doing their thing where you get the movie kind of of the week that would have been a theater movie, theater movie. In some cases, you quite wonder if that would have been a theater movie and you can watch it at home. And so this week was Reminiscence starring Hugh Jackman. And I thought to myself, well, I love me some Hugh Jackman. He's a fantastic actor. I'm down. So the basic plot of reminiscence is it's in the future to some degree and the world's kind of gone to shit just like we expect it will and it doesn't really even have anything to do with the story just kind of makes it more unique i think but uh the water levels have risen so much that places like miami are completely underwater but just the tops of the buildings and so they've just remade everything into like boats so you take boat taxis to everything and stuff like that which i thought was that's that was part was actually pretty interesting it's like a, a prequel to Waterworld. Yeah, exa- exactly. <laughs> and so Hugh Jackman, because we're a little bit in the future, runs this. Uh, it's just like a business. And his business is being able to help people reminisce. And that's why it's called reminiscence. And so you go in, he's got all these like doodads and dials and he plugs you into it. And you lay down in this kind of like coffin of water. And he goes, listen to my voice as I take you back back to a time before and then there's this like chandelier thing hanging behind him and their memories from what they remember show up on that like a movie and they can see it and so these people are able to relive their favorite memories and so his business is just basically selling people back their memories so they can relive them and then he gets into it right well here here's the twist i don't want to ruin the movie because anybody wants to watch this boring ass movie by the way it's a boring ass movie but he also, uh, on the side, helps the police solve crimes so he can hook it up to a criminal and they can basically dig through their memories to see if they're involved in any nastiness. And a bunch of things start happening. One thing leads to another. He falls in love with one of his clients that turns out not to be who he thinks it is. And there's a whole bunch of stuff that happens. I won't ruin it for anybody that wants to watch the movie, but it is super convoluted. <laughs> it's very slow. Um, it's not the worst thing ever made. The quality is actually pretty decent. The acting I thought was really good, but uh, I would not recommend it. See, and this is like, it makes me wonder like, why is HBO not charging for their movies? It's like, this, this is why, right? Yeah, I think there's just a lot of movies that aren't that great. Yeah, I was kind of hoping this would be like the Prestige or something, like one of those more quiet Hugh Jackman movies that turns out just to be freaking amazing. You're like, oh my god, because that's why oh. I, it, it gave me those vibes. But it was just it just took so long. It's basically a, a 1930s whodunit, you know, like where he's the private dick working for the dame, but in a weird futuristic setting. That's all it is. Man, the trailer had more action. Yeah, it's not nearly as clever as it wants you to think it is. I would give Reminiscence a three. Whoa, that's pretty low. Yeah. So uh, watch it at your own behest. Now, the next thing I want to tell you about is a television show that I'm, I had no clue. This was at a pure boredom one day. I sat down at lunch, and I'm like, I'm going to watch the newest episode of Rick and Morty. And I clicked on it, and there was no new episode of Rick and Morty. I'm like, God damn it. So I was like, what am I going to watch? So I flipped over to HBO Max, and I'm like, what's on here? And I'm like, I'm scrolling. I'm like, oh, this is the kind of crap I watch. And I clicked on a television show called Ghosts. And if any of the people really listen to us thoroughly, they'll remember us talking about a brand new sitcom coming to CBS probably 
10 episodes ago called Ghosts. And guess what that is? It's a copy of this British version that I'm watching now on HBO Max. What? So the concept of this is super simple and really well made. So there's three seasons of it. I don't know that they made any more or they just haven't come out with more. But the concept is this lady and her husband are kind of looking for a new house to move into, but they don't have hardly any money. And so every house they look for is kind of garbagey. And then at the end of one of the days, they get a call from someone that says, hey, listen, we need you to come in. Your great aunt has died and she's left you something. So they go in to meet with this guy, this estate planner guy. And he's like, yeah, you've inherited this mansion. It's like the Button Mansion. I think their last name is Button. Like you should probably get rid of it. It's got a ton of work that needs to happen to it. Um, you don't want to deal with this. And they're like, wow, a mansion. And we're looking for a house. So they decided to take it and move in and turn it into a hotel. What they don't know, though, when they arrive at said Button Mansion is it's actually jam packed with ghosts. I mean, like, but they're all funny. It's like this is a sitcom, mind you. And so there's ghosts from every era of this mansion. Everybody who's ever died there has become a ghost. And it's really funny. So the ghosts are upset that they learn that these people are going to try to turn their house that they've lived in forever into a hotel. And so one of them has the power of touch to where it can kind of touch things in the physical realm. And so he ends up pushing the lady who bought the house out the window. And this all happens in the first episode. So I'm not really, there's kind of, that's how they set it up. She, she dies for a second, right? From the fall, but they bring her back to life. And when she comes back from the hospital to work on her house some more, all of a sudden now she can see the ghost, but she's the only one. So it drives her nuts because they won't leave her alone. At first, she's scared. Then it becomes funny. She starts kind of working with them. Her husband's trying to hire people to help fix the house. They're in all sorts of debt now because they've taken on this project that's too big for them. And it's really, really pretty clever. So, so she can see the ghost because she died for a yes. mm-hmm. Okay, Nice. So that's the plot of it. And I'm quite certain that the American version of this is going to be absolute trash because there's, you know how Americans are. We tend to ruin everything. But uh, this kind of more subtle British humor is really funny because there's one ghost. It's like it goes back as far as like cavemen. So there's like a caveman ghost. <laughs> and then there's there's like Renaissance ghosts. And then there's more current ghosts. Like a guy that's like a Boy Scout leader that got shot through the neck by one of the Cub Scouts with an arrow and died. And they show each episode slowly reveals how they died and how why they're back and why they haven't been able to move on to the greater beyond. And it just, it's just, it's a funny show. I really like it. I think the the Americans already remade it. Yeah, it Is was there... called it was called uh, American Horror Story. <laughs> yeah, that show looks terrifying. I was like, American Horror Story is not funny at all. The one with the uh, um, uh, Lady Gaga was the hotel <laughs> one. Sounds just like that, but like a scary version. Yeah, so this is the the tamer, less scary, less has way one hundred percent less Gaga in it so uh yeah i recommend ghosts uh i would give it a solid six and a half seven it's it's better than average it's definitely the perfect lunchtime show like i wouldn't waste trying to convince my wife to watch it because i know she probably wouldn't like it but i do find myself entertained for 30 minutes at a time while i scarf down my lunch so i i dig it and this is how many seasons i think there's three so far on hbo max and they're all like released yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. So unlike for whatever reason, they're doing paranormal Wellington one episode yeah. at a time. This is all there. So you can just kind of binge it, which is what I've been doing. Cool. 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 Um, and I have one last TV tidbit. 
It's a network show. We talked about Brooklyn Nine-Nine coming out, and I have some bad news. You were like all excited to catch up on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It's gotten bad. <laughs> you watched it? I watched the first three episodes of the newest and last season, and it's progressively gotten a little bit better as the episodes progress, but the first new episode of the season is absolute trash. And I'll tell you why. The number one reason, you know me, I usually don't care too much about TV when it tries to be more woke. I'm all for it. You know, Disney is like the king of it. And I love me some Disney Marvel stuff and all their wokeness. It doesn't bother me. But, you know, we've often mentioned sometimes it's so forced it feels weird. Yeah. This is the first episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And I agree with the wokeness that they're pushing. So don't get me wrong. I agree with the sentiment of it. But it quits being funny because they're so busy trying to push this one ideal that it's just like, oh, come on, guys. It's not what this is. Yeah, it's it's when they force it on you. It's kind of like, just let it be. It is what it is in the show. You know, don't don't like put it in my face. The, the problem that I think they had is they had a show about police in today's world. And they said, we can't be funny without addressing this. And so they had to come in and address this whole police brutality thing. And it just, it wasn't funny. Like I get that's our real world, but these are sitcom police. It's Jake yeah. freaking Peralta. <laughs> it was, it was like a, like a jokey, jokey show to begin with, you know? Yeah. And so it's gotten a little bit better. They moved away from it after the first episode to some degree. And so each episode has gotten a tiny bit better. But it's unfortunate. I'm. It's like they're making me happy that it's over. That I'll just revisit the old episodes and enjoy those. I think they've. They're definitely done. Nine 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 nine. It's um, like a. It's like a hot mission mother. The last season. Ah, we'll forget about that one. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any other TV shows you want to mention before we uh, move on? Move on. Move on. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back from our break, we're going to hit you with the tastiest of trailers. I have i don't know that we've ever had a more tasty section of trailers. I mean, these are so wow. good. Yeah, these are Dave's Hot Chicken Tasty. That's how good Ooh, they are. Spicy. Yeah, spicy. So we'll see you guys on the flip side. Need affordable graphic design? Visualantidesign.com should be your first stop. High quality work at low, low prices. Perfect for every need from corporate to personal. Visit visualandydesign.com now and request your free quote. And for a limited time, mention Audio Knots for 10% off your first project. And we're back. I got mad tasty trailers, and then I got a bunch of news that maybe some will get to, maybe some we won't. It's just jam-packed with goodness. So uh, let's get to it. Here's our first tasty trailer. The tasty trailers. Yum, 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 yum. Uh, over on FX. And I'm not sure. I should have checked. It would be a better of me to know these things. I don't know if it's FX or FX for Hulu. Now that I've learned that they're kind of two separate entities to some degree. But um, FX has got a brand new show called Why the Last Man. It's not like, why? I'm the last the, man. The letter Y. <laughs> the letter Y. The last man. And it's based off of a comic book, which is super cool. So I'm down for that. But the basic concept of why the last man is all speaking of woke, <laughs> all the dudes die and all that's left is women, except for one guy. They find one guy and it's kind of all the situations he gets in. And I am I am interested in this. What did you think about the why the last man trailer? Well, after I watched, I'm like, I feel like 
the, the issue with this one is like they try to be woke, but at the same yeah. time, they prove their point that women can't live without men, you know, sort of thing. Well, it's there's like, a few women though. I think maybe they're trying to give you the both sides because there's a few women yeah. like we don't need them. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of like, are you like you being hypocritical for being too woke, but you're proving yourself wrong? <laughs> I think what it is 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 a timing thing. Because why the last man is a comic book that has existed long before we got all like crazy about this stuff. Yeah, and so I think that the timing of it may feel a little weird. Like we're we're all kind of like on guard for the wokeness. And I'm not sure that necessarily it's as over the top as maybe the trailer might make it seem. I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. It looks kind of like a, a zombie apocalypse with one guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like everybody dies except for him. And what I've read about this is that the comic book is actually very funny. Like it's silly. And so they don't really give that to you in the trailer at all. Yeah. And so I'm curious if the real show itself is going to give us more silliness. Yeah, because the trailer, it looks really, really dark. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be curious to see what tone they end up taking, because uh, from everything I've read, the comic itself is very like kind of funny and irreverent. Yeah. The only funny part was when um, that one chick was like, you look like you're, you know, we can mate or something or she said <laughs> something, something along that line where it's kind of funny. Well, it's kind of like the beginning of a lot of pornos, right? You're like the last dude with nothing but the ladies are like, hey, I'm the only one. No more choices. Uh, the next big trailer, like I said, this is the most big jam-packed trailers of all. We're going to just build our way up with how big these are. I've, I've lined them up. Huge. And huge. These are huge. So Eternals, the newest Eternals trailer came out, and they gave us so much more. Um, we saw a lot more special effects. We saw some humor. We got to know the Eternals a little bit. And I don't know about you, but this got me so jazzed. I am, I'm in it for the Eternals. What do you think? Uh, once uh, Jon Snow's voice narrated, I got yeah. goosebumps. Oh, what's going on over here? <laughs> it's awesome. Like the one other bro from uh, Game of Thrones, like strip Superman. He's like laser eyeing yeah. people. And I'm like, whoa. It's like that one Spider-Man meme where like he's pointing at uh, Homelander while Homelander is pointing at Superman. Like what? Same same yeah no i'm i'm all for it i don't know i don't know eternals from squad i've never in my life uh read an eternals comic but uh i like the actors they chose i am a little concerned that some of them are too big like i'm gonna be distracted by the angelina jolies but otherwise i i'm i'm looking forward to this yeah and they showed us some celestials too Yes, we got to see a celestial because a lot of people are like, is that uh, what's his face? The eater of Earth's Galactus. Yeah. And like, ah, I don't think that's Galactus. All right, bro. A celestial is bigger than Galactus. Yeah, it's true. That's absolutely true. Um, no, I, are you thinking I'm just wondering your opinion. Do you think that the Eternals will be kind of the glue that holds phase four together like the Avengers were in the early phases? I think so. Like, for example, um, I know that John Kit Harrington's character, Black Knight, yeah, um, him and Gemma, Gemma Chan, the Asian mm -hmm. chick, uh, they become Avengers at some point, too, as a couple. Oh, OK. Yeah. So it's kind of like, so is this alluding to them being the Avengers? Because, you know, her character and Rob Stark's character, Superman. 
they're a couple, yeah. but then they they went on a break, and now she's seeing you know Rob Stock's brother John Snow. <laughs> she's only into those Game of Thrones guys. Yeah, and so they that's become funny. Avengers later on. So I'm curious to see that's that. that's hot news because, like I said, I know so little about Eternals, and I'm kind of feeling like leaving it that way, so that when I do see this movie, that it's like all new to me. Yeah, I think um, it's kind of funny how like everybody hates hates on Thanos, right? Yeah. But then um, in this movie, again, they pointed out that bringing half the population back made an impact to where it's worse. Yeah, it's made it worse. Like it's the happening or whatever they call it. You know, yeah. That's gonna happen. So I was like, so Thanos did a good thing. <laughs> Well, I like, too, that they, like, kind of cleared up the where were you during the Thanos thing in the trailer. We didn't have to wait for yeah. the movie. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're not supposed to mess around with it unless they're a divergent. But I have heard a lot of other people talk about the fact that supposedly Thanos is a divergent, <laughs> but maybe not in the MCU. A divergent? Uh, hold on. It's not the right term. What is it? I thought they were calling it divergence. No. Uh, I forget I forget what's called, but it's not divergent. <laughs> Did I press gave you? <laughs> divergent is like the movie. Yeah, but I thought they had something stupid like that too. Was it was the same it thing? starts with the D. It's this celestials and there's the Let's see. you know delinquents. Yeah, I don't know. The de- <laughs> the uh, deviants. Yes. That's what I said. You, you, you fix that in post. Every time the deviants, yeah, because yeah. supposedly Thanos is a deviant or part deviant or something, and so it's kind of interesting that they've they're basically saying we didn't get involved because he we only deal with deviants. Well, is he's like half basically, like his like you know his mom is a deviant, his dad is a celestial because right. his dad is his dad's uh, like a titan. Yeah, his dad and. Angelina's dad or brothers or something like that. So mm. it makes Angelina and Thanos cousins. It's so weird yeah. to me. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I'm 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 interested in this movie. Yeah, and one theory is that um uh, they're gonna fight the deviants, and the basically the deviants are gonna like rise as celestial that was you know sleeping under earth the whole time. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah I have no idea. Yeah. I'm down. I'm all for it. I'm ready for it. So uh, that'll, that'll be good. Uh, my next trailer, this is when you could, uh, we haven't done it in a long time. This is when we'll plug in the Star Wars music. So the newest Star Wars television show on Disney Plus is called Star Wars Visions. And Star Wars Visions is uh, an anthology of the top anime studios giving us different Star Wars stories every episode. And it premieres on September 22nd. Now, as our resident anime bro, uh, tell us what you think about Star Wars Visions. Uh, my lightsaber is up. Oh, yeah. so you're like, is there like any of the ones that you saw that like that one is the one I'm, I'm really excited about? Or are you just excited for it as the whole? Uh, there's the one, I can't really explain it, but the one that, the one that looks kind of like Luke. Yo, was, okay, yeah, was, yeah. And he was fighting his sister. That's the one I'm most excited for. Excited for. Yeah, I like I'm not a big anime guy, but I like anime. And so this might be the perfect like way to like get me into it. Because you're taking something I already know and love 
and you're like making an anime style and they're giving me so many versions. Maybe I'll be yeah. able to say, oh, I like that kind of anime or I don't like that kind of anime. Yeah, it, it's true, though, because like for me, I watch anime based on the style that they are. And some anime, everybody's like, this is so good. But then I don't like the drawing style of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm a pass. Yeah, that makes sense. If it's not a style you like. But uh, would you choose style over substance or vice versa? Like, if there's a really good story, would you put up with bad animation? Um, no. <laughs> there you go. Style over substance. Yeah, because, you know, in anime fashion, they're very long. And in and, and this, this instance, I'll watch it because they're short. Yeah. But if I'm yeah. like a whole season, I'm like, I can't do it. Oh, like one of these animes that has like 22 seasons? <laughs> yeah. One Piece, no. <laughs> like, no, thank you, Bob. Not into it. Okay, so as we're building our way up, these these just mega trailers, I mean, we're just getting the best ones. You know, we started off with the Eternals. We moved into Star Wars. What could be bigger than Star Wars? Nothing. Spider-Man! Holy crap, this is had to be one of the most anticipated trailers since like Endgame. In fact, they said it had more views in 24 hours than Endgame by quite a bit, by like millions. Damn. The and leaked so, worked. Oh my God. And they, they panicked and had to put it out, I think, early. Yeah. But yeah, they somebody, some some guy who was like a visual effects guy accidentally made a huge mistake and lent somebody this video, probably a source of some sort to look at. And this fool shared it on the interwebs with his name on it. Oh, poor guy. He's never going to work in this industry again. He risked his whole career for that, man. Yeah, not, not worth it. But the next day after the leak, we got the HD version of Spider-Man No Way Home. And holy hell, it's everything we thought it might be. It looks so amazing. What did you think about this trailer? Yeah, my mind was blowing. I mean, they showed enough, but then they just kind of like prove all, all the theories that we theorize about. Yep. And so yeah, like I mean, as, they've proven that there's a multiverse. Yeah. So like if like, you know, my wife, for example, watched it, she's like, oh, it looks okay. But then it's kind of she yeah. doesn't understand that there's more to that, you know. There's the Tobies of the world that's going to happen. They don't show you yet. Yes. It's still early. You don't understand. <laughs> I hope that they save. Like, I think we all know at this point that we're getting all three Spider-Mans. And I hope yeah. that they save the other two guys for the movie. They don't show them in like a later trailer. Because um, they gave us enough that we know. Real fans know when we see Doc Ock show up looking exactly like Dr. Octopus from the OG movie, yeah. when we see, you know, all these different characters, we see the, the, um, the hobgoblin or green goblin ball roll in and we hear William Defoe's voice. We know who it is and where it's from. And then some of them, they even alluded to even like more so or less. So, you know, we saw maybe the Sandman, maybe the electric guy. So we're getting all these villains kind of showing up and like, Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, I saw this Easter egg, and they're saying that at one glimpse, you see the freaking lizard, too. Like, what? Oh, yeah. I've seen the stills of that. I'm like, ah, maybe. So I, I don't doubt that's what it is, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. But um, yeah, I'm hoping that this is the only trailer we get. Yeah. I mean, they took this long to give it to us, so it wouldn't be shocking if it's the only one yeah. we get. I feel like they needed it. They need to wait for the reveal in the movie. That way, it's like, like and so everybody can lose their mind like ah yeah because for me i'm a i'm a big 
Angie Garfield fan as Spider-Man. So really? I'm excited. Is he that. is he your favorite Spider-Man? Yeah, out of the three, he's my favorite. Wow. Not wow. not movie-wise, but like Spider playing Just Spider-Man. Him as Spider-Man. Yeah. So him as Spider-Man or him as Peter Parker? Uh both. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. I had a theory, and we talked about this a little bit offline, but and you had a theory too. So I want to share my theory, then maybe you can share yours. But I had a theory, and I came up with this all on my own, so I'm really proud about it, is when Doc Ock shows up at the end of the trailer and he says, hello, Peter, I don't think he's talking to Tom Holland. I think he's talking to his Peter Parker, and they just edit it to make it appear as if he's talking to Tom Holland. And so I think that uh, these guys have all been awakened, and that's kind of what's happening. They're like All of a sudden, we get to finish all these stories we never saw the ends of. Yeah, because didn't you say your theory was that um, since Doctor Strange erased this Tom Holland's memory, people's memory? Yeah, that it would reverse on all the other multiverses. Yep. So the theory being that when he did his little voodoo magic and made everybody forget who um, uh, our Peter Parker is, you know, the Tom Holland version, that it undid all the rest of them. And so that's why uh, Doc Ock is saying hello, Peter, to his. He, he didn't know ahead, but now he does because everybody knows. He exposed he, the rest of them. Does he know? I thought he did know. I don't know. Does he know he's Peter Parker? Because, like, I remember, like, him holding the train and his mask is all, like, ripped his shit. <laughs> I, I can't remember because I can't find those movies anywhere to stream. But, yeah, that, watching. yeah, that's my theory. What was your theory? Oh, my theory was that when Doctor Strange was doing his little magic thing and Peter's like, what about Ned? What about MJ? And everybody thinks that it's Peter that caused you know, the spell to go wrong. But yeah. it's, it's, it's going to be that moment. It's going to be the same moment that Scarlet Witch becomes a Scarlet Witch and Scarlet Witch ruined everything. Do you think Loki's involved of it? Is it possible that that moment's happening at the same time as Scarlet Witch and the same time as Loki? Yeah, because in when Scarlet became becomes the Scarlet Witch, it made uh, Kang like aware of it. That's why he's willing to die, and that's when the the timeline split. And then ending that cause, you know, Strange's spell to do go crazy and cause that multiverse. So the whole multiverse is created from that one event. I love it. I think that's a great theory too. So I'm, I'm so excited. Like, I don't know that I've been this pumped in a while because I always excited for Marvel movies. I'll always go see them. I like them all. But man, I am so excited for this movie. I mean, it's going to give us so much talk about fan service. Well, one Easter egg that I found all by myself. Oh, you know, let's hear it. <laughs> you know, An audio when, uh, knots exclusive. Yeah. You know, in, uh, at the very beginning where Tom is talking to MJ on the roof. Yeah. You see like the aerial shot. Uh-huh. Tom Holland's legs was like a four. Oh, they're fantastic. shaped like a four? Fantastic four. <laughs> fantastic four. <laughs> I got to go back and see. He's like signaling the fantastic four. I got to go yeah, back dude. and look. Genius. I love it. I love it so much. Yeah, Doctor Strange has become, he becomes a villain. And then Mr. Fantastic comes to save the day. Oh. Well, there's also a, a theory I've seen in other places that, that the strange we're seeing isn't the strange we know. And so it could be somebody else for something. And there's just... People are loving it. This is like the ultimate fandom right now. Yeah. Everybody gets to come up with theories and share them. And we all get to like imagine what could be. Because there's no wrong answer. Right. Not yet. 
any any theory you have could be correct. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. I love it so much. So I only have one trailer left in this trailer. You're thinking we're, we're building our way up from, you know, why the last man, the eternal star Wars, Spider-Man, what could be bigger than all of these movies no and television shows. I have the biggest news everybody's ever heard. They're taking the best video game known to man and turning it into a television show. I'm talking about Frogger. Cool. Man. I mean, I'm, I was too young to have that nostalgic to me. So. Oh yeah, nor nor should you. Frogger is a really stupid video game. Yeah. So the whole concept for the youngins out there who've never played Frogger is you have a frog and you try to originally just cross the road and not get hit by cars, and yeah. you got cross over logs and not got eaten by like alligators and things like that. And so it's just kind of a it's a pattern game. A lot of games yeah. back then were pattern games where you just memorize the patterns and you could do them. And so in uh, who knows whose terrible idea this was. They've decided to make a Frogger game show. So this is a reality show on the Peacock Network. And this bad boy debuts September 9th. And it's kind of like um, giving you one of these like reality shows. Like remember the floor is lava. It's very similar to that where they have a bunch of crap in the way and the contestants have to like jump their way across and make it to the other side to win. And but there's all this stuff happening that's trying to knock them off as they cross like this moat or something. Yeah, it's the same concept as wipeout. Yeah, it's it's like all these games we've yeah. seen before. Yeah. And so, but the one the one thing that it does have that I do like is it has Damon Wayne's Jr., who yeah. is as we know as coach um from New Girl, isn't it? But he looks like I, if I'm being honest in the trailer, he looks bored as hell. <laughs> He's trying his hardest. The other guy, like his no-name co-host, is like getting all excited and doing this thing, like oh. And Dan Wayne's going, yeah, yeah. He's you just see it in his mind. This is a paycheck. I'm only here to get paid. <laughs> yeah, he knows that's not making it more than a single season. So funny. It looks terrible, by the way. I was just joking. Don't anybody go watch this. Yeah, I have. I haven't even watched anything on the Peacock, dude. <laughs> Well, I don't either because, you know, they advertise the Peacock's a scam, man. They they go, oh, you can watch all the content, you know, for free whenever you want. But when you go on there and you try, because I tried, uh, they're like, I thought, well, shoot, if I have to watch commercials, if, at least if it's something I like, I'll watch it. Some stuff you can't even choose. Other things they give you like an episode and they're like, are you ready to buy it? And so it's completely worthless. And it's like five bucks a month and it's not even worth the five dollars. So screw them. Yeah. I'm not doing it. Rather get Apple TV, damn it. Yeah. If I get score for free, I'd watch it, but I'm not paying money for it. Um, I think it's time. Time to dip our toes in the news jacuzzi. So I got I got a lot of stories here. We'll see how many of them we can get to. But uh the big news comes from our homie Elon Musk. Uh, Mr. Elon Musk is, you know, we think, oh, he's going to give us, what is he going to give us a car? He's going to give us a spaceship. No, this fool is giving us straight up like movie robots. Did you see the news about Elon Musk's Tesla bot? Yeah, it's going to be, this is the beginning of iRobot, dude. It looks just like an iRobot. So for anybody that's at home that hasn't seen this, you need to Google the Tesla bot and see what this thing looks like because it's some sort of 
humanoid robot that he claims, and I don't know, I think this is LPR, that he's claiming will be uh, able to show off next year in 2022. Uh, he has a lot of claims, though, man. But he does a lot of things. We, part of it's weird, right? Because he claims a lot of things. But he also makes a lot of things happen that you, no one else can do. And so it's like, huh, I wonder if this is going to be this is going to be real. See, Elon, Elon Musk is kind of like what everybody wants to be, right? You want to you want to make your um, hobby. You want to do your hobby, right? But in order to do a hobby, you have to have a fun. So you got to create another hobby to fund your hobby, to fund your bigger hobby. And that's what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, it's like the domino effect on yeah. how he spends his money. Yep. So do you think that the Tesla bot's the end game or is there something even past that that he's trying to save money for? No, dude, that's just, that's just him trying to create more and develop more to be, I don't know, make another better car. Yeah. Well, that's just it. I think that honestly, and maybe we're wrong, but I think this is a PR stunt for the cars because it was during one of his car shows that he did it. And when they showed it on, they, they popped it up on like a, oh, there you go. <laughs> they, they popped it up on like a PowerPoint or keynote or something. And they were kind of showing off what it would look like. They had some fool come out, like a dancer dressed in a, like a leotard, like you buy at like the Halloween Mart that shows up every year in your local outdoor mall, <laughs> dancing around trying to be the Tesla bot. I think this fool is just trying to give us the newest Halloween costume. I mean, think about the timing. If this goddamn thing isn't in every spirit Halloween store in October, I'd be shocked. It's it's kind of like you know, um, uh, did you ever see what Samsung Bing did? Where they 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 introduced their like character called Sam. No, huh? And then so you think it's just a mascot? Yeah. And then like every every cosplay chick like took that little. There was like a leak, you know, version of her, like a little drawing. And they like cosplay yeah. the crap out of her. And then I'm invested in this Chinese, you know, uh, EV stock too called Neo. And in their yep. car, they I have, have some this, of that. Yeah, they 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 have this AI called Nomi. Numi? Nomi? Oh some. Nah. It's like a little like cute anime character, like bot in there. So I think you're right. He's probably just promoting his AI in the car. Yeah. I think so. I think that Tesla bot's not going to be what we think it is. So everybody should like maybe tamper their expectations of what this is going to be. But I got to tell you what, you, you can't, you have to give the guy credit because he is always able to keep himself in the top of the news. So good on him. Maybe he's trying to make robots and send them to Mars. To <laughs> maybe Mars robots. To make it, it safe be, for humans. That's the end game. He's the guy, though, that said that AI was going to kill us all, and yet he's making robots filled with AI, so we'll, we'll see. How, are, how is AI going to kill us when they're all in the Mars? See? That's <laughs> genius. That's how you do it. Yeah, keep them on another planet until they, they colonize Mars and come back for us. Yeah. <laughs> we're teach you. You were so mean to us. Uh, the only news that could possibly bigger, be bigger than a Tesla robot is... Uh, the best website known to man, OnlyFans, uh, decided to make a huge change and then went full reverse on said change, which is super good because you, you got me palpitating over here, uh, OnlyFans. So unexpectedly, uh, OnlyFans last week decided to say, you know what? We're not going to do pornography anymore. 
and we're kicking everybody off. So everybody has this notice. We're not going to do it. And everybody went to a dead panic. Uh, I was talking offline to everybody. Listen, I'm like, someone needs to start another business that takes all this only fan business. And little to my knowledge that it exists. There's like a bajillion of them already out there grabbing up all that content. And then all of a sudden they changed their mind and they said, just kidding. We're going to keep all this delicious porn that's made us rich. But unfortunately, you know, that ball started rolling downhill and they've lost a lot of creators. Yeah, because I, why? I was trying to look from a story if it explains what the hell their thinking was to begin with. And it had something to do with like legalities of insurance and other things. And the outcry about sex workers was building up that was hurting their platform about safe living standards and things like that. And then they re-evaluated with a new set of lawyers and the new lawyers are like, nah, fam, you're good. There's all sorts of gross stuff out there. Have at it. And so they changed their mind. But man, how do you make that mistake as a company like this? That's like, that's your bread and butter. Yeah. And you're like, no more explicit content. Yeah. Cause like when I they, I wonder if I can. Yeah. When they, uh, they, when they announced that I'm like, yes, finally. And I told my wife that you can finally join OnlyFans and show only toes. Let's go. No nudity. And then they're like, just kidding. And I told my wife, just kidding. You can't join anymore. Those toes are for me. <laughs> and I thought that it was kind of like some um, some credit card is- uh, issues too. It like, could have been. It could have been maybe the banks were getting on them. Yeah, like MasterCard or something like that. So what happened, though, is, like I said, a lot of these other companies started coming out of the woodwork, and I learned about a lot of them thanks to Mashable.com, um, of the, the ones I didn't know that everybody's going to. And so for all of the pervy guys out there listening to our podcast, yeah, shout uh, out. Here are, yeah, shout out to the pervs. We love you. You keep us in business. Um, make sure to, if you're going to spend money on OnlyFans pervs for this information I'm sharing you, spend it on our Patreon, too. Uh, Rin will show you his toes if that's what it takes. <laughs> so the first one that they list here, they gave us five top replacements for OnlyFans. And these are still going to be viable now that they've lost a lot of their creators. Uh, the first one being FanCentro. Uh, FanCentro is similar to OnlyFans in that its fans can have a subscription to their favorite creators. But you can also buy clips all at cart. The site takes a 20% cut from its subscribers uh, for reference, OnlyFans also takes 20%. So they're basically an equivalent. Uh, number two they have here is Minivids. Uh, Minivids calls itself a one-stop shop for content. It has individual videos, bespoke videos for fans, subscription options, camming, uh, physical store items like apparel, uh, texting, chatting, phone numbers to call the content creators, tip options and contents now depending on what kind of content you do uh, mini vi- mini vids takes 20 to 40 percent of your sales so um yeah that one's 40? not cheap 20 to 40 so it depends on what it is um third we've got my girl fund uh, my girl fund is a one-on-one chat service creators can also offer other content if they wish like custom videos and photos creators creators receive one credit for every message they reply to it's equal to about a dollar 80 per credit so that's how they earn their money on my girl fund so every time someone gives them a, a token they get a buck 80 nice. uh, fourth 
is the the big boys that used to control the world back when your porn was only accessible on VHS and you had to creepily go into like some purple store that says adults really big on it. Uh, AVN. So the AVN is the adult video network. Uh, AVN stars claims that it's a social media site by and for the industry. Users can make money through a subscription model, but they can also sell videos, messaging services, and receive tips from their fans. AVN only takes 20% of their creative sales. And last but not least is just for fans. I mean, these all sound so similar. Uh, Just for fans touts itself as the ultimate adult blogging platform and marketplace. They operate under a subscription model. Shortly after OnlyFans announcement, uh, Just for Fans released a statement saying that its staff is complete. <laughs> its staff is completely comprised of sex workers and people who've long been in the porn industry, and that explicit content is never going away. Uh, just for Fans takes thirty percent of their contents uh, creators' commissions. So it's a little fun, a little fun nuggets for all you pervs. Does it? Stuff. Does it- do they tell you which one's the best one? Yeah, they ranked them. So Fan Centro was number one. Mini Vids was number two. Three was My Girl Fun. Four was Avian Stars. And then five was just for fans. And if you want to get extra deep, they gave you two bonuses. Six is Is My Girl. <laughs> and seven is Loyal Fans. So I think if you type in porno fans into the Googles, you'll probably get where you need to be. <laughs> I'm scared to search up any of those names, man. I'm, I'm afraid of those pop-ups. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they'll, they'll absolutely get you. So do you want to do, we're, we're, we're already over. We're at 116. Do you want one Ooh. more news story and then close it out and save the rest of them for later? One more. Okay, so I've got, I'm going to give you a choice. Do you want an amazing technology story that featured spinach, a insanely scary story featuring a wild animal, or a story from our childhood coming back to life to make us ecstatic and excited. Damn, that's a good one, but <laughs> I'm going to take Animal Bob. Oh, animals. Okay, so let's jump ahead to that tab. Okay, here's what we got. A bear has bitten a woman in her butt from inside of an outhouse. In some of the most terrifying news I've ever heard. An Alaskan- so confusing. An Alaskan woman using an outhouse has been attacked by a bear from below. How? So get, your mind, get your mind around that. An Alaska woman had the scare of a lifetime when she was using an outhouse in the back country, and she was attacked by a bear from below. I got out. Uh, what kind of accent do you think this lady has? <laughs> I want to make sure I give it to the story perfect. I'm going to give her a country accent because it's my favorite to do. No, go, go like uh, North Dakota. Oh, yeah. So I got out there and there was sat down on the toilet and immediately something bit my butt right as I sat down. Shannon Stevens told the Associated Press on Thursday, I jumped up and I screamed when it happened. Stevens, her brother, Eric, and his girlfriend had taken the snowmobiles into the wilderness on February in February to stay at his yurt located about 20 miles northwest of Haines in southeast Alaska. Her brother heard the screaming and went out to see that house was about 150 feet away from the yurt. There he found Shannon tending to her buttocks wound. (laughs) They first thought that she had been bitten by a squirrel or a mink, something small, like normal people would think. Eric had brought his headlamp with him to see what it was. 
I opened the toilet seat and there was a bear's face. <laughs> just right there at the level of the toilet seat. Just look at me straight in the back, back up through the hole, right at me, he said. I just shut the lid as fast as I could. There was a bear down there. We got to get out of here, he said, as we ran back to the yurt as fast as we could. Once safely inside, they treated Shan's buttocks injury with a first aid kit. They determined it wasn't all that serious, but they would have to go back to Haynes in case she had rabies. It was bleeding, but it wasn't super bad, Shannon said. The next morning, they found the bear tracks all over the property, but the bear had left the area. You could see them across the snow coming up from the side of the outhouse, she said. They figured, are you ready for this? The bear had gotten inside of the outhouse through an opening at the bottom of the back door. I expect it probably got not too bad of a din in there for the winter, she said. And so apparently this bear had just enough room on the bottom of this outhouse to get underneath the toilet, which is shocking because every outhouse I've seen is just a hole in the ground. Yeah. And the bear was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to hunker down for the winter Hibernate. and it's all going to be good. And she went to sit down and this thing thought, are you shit on me? <laughs> and it bit her ass. Incredible. Dude. Incredible. I think you chose Wiley. wisely. That was a great story. Yeah. That's, that's some crazy ass shit, dude. Yeah. Crazy ass shit. And the bear was having none of it. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. So I think I'm going to end it there. Unless you have anything else you want to, um, Mentioned before we wrap it up, but everybody could look forward to our our amazing kids story and uh, the 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 technology and veggie story. Ooh, what a tease! What a tease! So, you got anything else before we say goodbye? No, man, that's a good that's a good ending. I dig it. Yeah, and just don't dig it too deep, otherwise yeah. the bear will move in. So, with that, we bid you guys all adieu. We will see you on the flip side. Everybody, have a good one. Bye. Yeah, oh yeah, that's probably his jerking off face. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.